0: For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
1: Hello, welcome to your Hollywood crime scene mini episode. Hi. We got some fun news stories this week. Oh, great! Did you read the story about Andrew Lloyd Webber? I saw the headline. Andrew Lloyd Webber says that he had to get an emotional support dog after the premiere of the movie Cats. He was so traumatized.
2: I mean, that's what's funny because did he think the musical was good? That's
1: what I'm saying. <laughs> like, he, he wrote it. It was fucking bonkers when he wrote it. It's not any
2: better on stage no. than the movie was. It's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, he said, this is out of Variety... Cats was off the scale
1: all wrong. Wait, is he British? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Cats was off the, scale, off the scale all wrong, Lloyd Webber says. There wasn't really any understanding of why the music ticked at all. I saw it and I thought, my God, no. It was the first time in my 70-odd years on this planet that I went out and bought a dog. So one good thing to come out of this was my little Havanese puppy. Ugh. That puppy has been a constant companion of Lloyd Webber's during lockdown. They have grown so attached that he's even figured out a way to bring the dog to New York the next time he travels to the city. I wrote, off, I wrote off and said I needed him with me at all times because I'm emotionally damaged and I must have this therapy dog, said Lloyd Webber. The airline wrote back and said, Can you prove you really need him? And I said, Yes, just see what Hollywood did to my musical cats. What an asshole. <laughs> I just love that he's so get a grip on his high horse that he thinks like we said that the movie version of his deranged fucking musical is what ruined the musical. Right.
2: Also, I don't like people who abuse the emotional support animal thing. Well, there are people who need it, but this is clearly someone who just wants their own way. Yeah. And he's like a millionaire, so he can probably get it to happen anyhow. Yeah,
1: like, I don't know. It's so stupid. What an idiot. He's irritating. I'm like, whatever. I like Evita, but like, that's the only musical of his I like.
2: I like some Jesus Christ Superstar songs. It's very 70s. But only the old ones. Yeah. His 80s stuff sucks.
1: Yeah, I was never into Phantom. And it was really big.
2: Oh, I don't like Phantom. I don't like Cats. (laughs) I don't like whatever else he did. They all suck. Those were like the worst musicals. That's
1: what's annoying is like... You would think people like us would like a musical about cats, but he managed to screw that up.
2: Because the songs suck. I know. They're bad. And there's no story. Even if there wasn't a story, if the songs were good, it would be fine probably. Yeah. Because I'd be like, okay, I'll see like 10 cats tell me their story.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Our next story is also very deranged. It's about Megan Trainer. Oh God. Did you see this? Yes. Okay. This is out of People magazine. The headline reads Megan Trainer wants to clear something up about her side-by-side toilet situation. Okay. So Megan Trainer and her husband Daryl Sabara, they of the pizza
2: empire. <laughs> <laughs> That's Sabaro. Uh, okay. But uh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe they uh anglicized it. <laughs>
1: They bought a new house and they put two toilets next to each other in this in their bathroom.
2: That's like from an account that's like haunted auras, haunted bathroom auras or something. Right, bathrooms with threatening auras. Yeah. Like that's like an account where you see two toilets next to each other, and you're like, why would anyone ever need this and yeah. they did it on purpose? They did it on purpose.
1: Their reasoning for it, like when they tried to clear it up. It's fucking stupid, especially if you're a gazillionaire like Megan Traynor.
2: Yeah. Like you have a house with two bathrooms.
1: Yeah. So everyone dunked on this. And so she tweeted out as if this was going to make it better. She tweeted out yesterday to clear things up. We pooped once together and we laughed and never said it and said never again. But he will hang out with me if I'm shitting because we're soulmates.
2: And I legit miss him when I'm away from him. And we pee together, obviously. How do you miss someone like that? When you're pooping? That's You you have problems. And when they get divorced, I'm going to put this article in their face. (laughs) And go, this is what happens. (laughs) Why why did we even know this story? Did she give this information to us that they had two toilets in the bathroom? Because we would never even know it. No.
1: I think it's also irritating that she's positing that unless you are willing to shit in front of your partner and simultaneously take a dump with them
2: then you you don't
1: have real intimacy.
2: Are you truly soulmates if you're not shitting together? I'm
1: not doing that with the person I'm closest to in the world no matter what. That is not happening. I only do that in front of my cat. No, I'm just <laughs> That's because okay. they won't leave me alone. Okay, that's a caveat. The only person who sees me go to the bathroom is my cat because they follow you into the bathroom. Yeah. Th- that's different.
2: It's such a weird... Like, I can only see it if it's an emergency situation. It's not something you would do regularly. Like a life-threatening emergency. Yeah, where there's one bathroom and there's, like, killers outside. Yeah, <laughs> and you Isn't really it? have to take a shit. Yeah, like that, okay. If
1: your her reasoning was like, We always have to get up and pee at the same time in the middle of the night. And like, we don't want to... Or she said, not even like that. It was like, sometimes we have to pee at the same time. It's like, how long does it fucking take you to pee? And also, you're a millionaire. Don't you have more than one bathroom in your
2: house? Sometimes people have like his and her bathrooms too.
1: Yeah. You don't need his and her toilets in the same room.
2: When is the... When have you ever woken up in the middle of the night at the same time as someone to pee? Never. Never. Like I have come into a house with people at the same time when we're out having to pee. Everyone right. has to pee at once. Right. But even then you can still wait to like, you kind of let the person go who has the biggest emergency. But I've never woken up in the middle of the night at the same time as someone to pee. <laughs> like that's right. crazy.
1: I None of this y- makes
2: sense. The- Why would you volunteer that forever?
1: I'm never going to be able to look at this woman again without thinking about how she shits in front of her husband.
2: It's really weird. It's just weird. I feel like this is like, aren't we cute and quirky? And then it blew up and they're like, oh, no, no, no. no. But it made it worse. Yeah. But it's worse now. Oh, totally. Because
1: she's like, she admitted it. She's like, we only shit shit together once. And then she had the caveat of, but he has watched me shit more than once.
2: (sighs) It's just sad. No, thank you to that. Okay. Remember her thing? I'm bringing anal back.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, on the Kids ball episode? Yeah.
2: (laughs) I was just thinking about that last week. She really is bringing anal back. Maybe she's cleaning out before the anal. (laughs) When she said
1: she was bringing anal back, she wasn't talking about sex. No. Which is fine. She She was talking about, like, I'm bringing shitting in front of your partner back.
2: Right. Exit only. That's not the kind of (laughs) anal we're interested in. No, no, we don't want that one brought back. No. (laughs)
1: Anal sex, that's fine. Okay. Switching gears. Martha Stewart is going to open a restaurant in Las Vegas. Well, why is that switching gears? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, we're going. We're obviously going. There isn't any information on what kind of restaurant this is other than it's going to be at Paris, Las Vegas. Okay. Which I was surprised. I'm like, why wouldn't she get one of the
2: fancier hotels? I've stayed at Paris. You have? Yeah. What's it like? I have to say, this is a long time ago. Um, It might have been the first time I went to Vegas. And when I went into it, I was like, First of all, every room in Vegas is pretty much like $100, right? Unless <laughs> like most, you're downtown. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying the rooms are pretty cheap in Vegas, even like at nice hotels. Oh, that's... that. Yeah, right, right. Because they want you to spend money there. They yeah. don't fucking care about the rooms. When I went into it at the time, I was like, this is the nicest hotel room what? I have ever been in. Because it's it was so for what for for the price it was like fancy like right. it looked like a luxury hotel it might be shitty now cuz it's older um but i think when i went it had it was newer or newish maybe i don't yeah. remember but yeah so i and then there was like a parisian restaurants they have like a under the mall area like yeah um, so they had like I would go for breakfast Because I would get like this ham and cheese croissant mm. <laughs> It was really good mm. So they had like Parisian sort of food places In the like restaurant area Yeah um, So I liked it Yeah I mean I've like I think I've walked in there But
1: I haven't really I don't really know much about that hotel I just you know It's not like one of
2: the like bougie places It's to not stay. bougie But it's It's definitely nice I Yeah mean, I thought it was pretty nice Well, it's Uh, on the strip And I like the food The food places were good
1: So I'm very interested Yeah To know what Because she's not a
2: restaurateur No, she's never had a restaurant She just had like a catering company Yeah, back in the day I don't even know that she's ever like consulted at a restaurant Like sometimes famous people will create a menu or something
1: No, so this
2: is going to be interesting
1: to see What kind of angle she takes And what direction
2: She might do some cannabis shit She's into it.
1: This was something that was going around on Twitter yesterday. because It actually originated on Reddit. It was an am I the asshole post.
2: Oh, I did, may have seen this. Okay.
1: This is out of the Independent. It says photographer, photographer deletes couples' wedding photos after being denied break to
2: eat and drink. I did see this.
1: First of all, the photo- the photographer is in the
2: right. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I don't have to hear any more details, but I will.
1: This story <laughs> is insane. It says a ph- a photographer has sparked a date on social media after questioning whether they were wrong to delete the wedding photos they shot after the newlyweds refused to give them a break to eat. The dilemma was posted in detail to a post on Reddit's Am I the Asshole thread where the OP explained that they were not actually a photographer, but a dog groomer who had been asked by a friend getting married if they could shoot their wedding. According to the OP, the couple was looking to save money on a professional photographer and had assured them that they didn't mind if the photos weren't perfect. They were on a shoestring budget, and I agreed to shoot it for $250, which is nothing for a 10-hour event, the dog groomer explained. On the day of the wedding, the poster said that they followed the bride to various appointments to take pictures and, they shot, and then shot photos of the ceremony as well as the reception and the speeches. However, when it came time for the food to be served around two hours before they were meant to finish photographing, photographing the wedding, the dog groomer said that they, they were told they could not stop to eat nor were they saved a seat at the table. I started around 11 a.m. and was due to finish around 7.30 p.m. Around 5 p.m., food is being served, and I was told I cannot stop to eat because I need to be a photographer. In fact, they didn't save me a spot at any table. I'm getting tired at this point and kind of regretting doing this for next to nothing. It's also unbelievably hot. The venue is in an old veterans legion, and it's like 110 degrees, and there's no AC. So... Obviously, so then the person was like, "Fuck you!" I'm. I'm I love it. I, I love it. I this this person's absolutely not in the wrong. First per- of
2: all, two hundred and fifty dollars for a h- whole day like that is nothing. That's insane. Nothing. And, sounds- and also no one wants to have photos taken of them while they're eating. No. So <laughs> seriously, I'd fucking be like, get the fuck away from me while I'm putting food in my mouth. I don't want to take a picture of that. Like, right. So that's the perfect time to give him a break. This is insane. These people suck. Their marriage will end soon. Yeah. (laughs) No one wants these photos anyway. Right. Just like... I I have zero sympathy for them. Zero. You have to pay... You have to feed people who are working for you at something like this. It's crazy. You have to feed... Or you have to allow people to have a lunch break for any job. Yeah. Like, this is just... Also, the fact that he had to follow her around all day, like, for that money. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. So that's like... Yeah, I don't know. Was anyone taking the the bride side or the couple side? I didn't read through the AMA, but I can
1: imagine as I saw nobody on Twitter thought this person was in the wrong for deleting the wedding photos. Yeah, I highly doubt people on
2: Reddit were sympathetic towards
1: the bride. No, and groom. I
2: can't imagine. I was just curious because that's like crazy.
1: This is like next level. Two hundred fifty dollars is not like, especially like. It seems like this is a pretty casual, like, oh, we don't. they
2: don't want to spend money on That's it. the problem. They don't want to spend money, but they still want everything. Yeah. So then they just treat everyone like shit but and try if, to get more.
1: Even if you hire a professional photographer and you do spend thousands of dollars on your wedding photos, you still give that person a break to eat.
2: I've never gone to something like this where people like that weren't given food.
1: It's absurd. Like
2: I've seen them eating, and
1: this person was allegedly a friend. Yeah, that's and they what's didn't crazy. On the seat. Like it's crazy. It's unacceptable. People. Fuck them. Okay, now we can get to our top story because this is a a big story, obviously. This is out of the SF gate and it says independent investigators claim that this man is the Zodiac
2: killer. Honestly, doesn't this happen every year?
1: This story broke yesterday and everyone was freaking out about it. I immediately knew that it was bullshit. Yeah. Once I I'm like, who? okay, who's claiming this? Right. I'm going to read the article. It says a 40 strong team of, quote, independent investigators has claimed to have identified the Zodiac killer, according to Fox News. The Zodiac took at least five lives while terrorizing the Bay Area in the late 60s and became one of the most infamous serial killers in America after sending a series of taunting cryptograms to journalists. While countless theories and suspects have been named over the years, ranging from Vallejo man Arthur Lee Allen to the Manson family and the Unabomber, the case is still unsolved. The San Francisco Police Department classified the case as inactive in 2004, but reopened it in 2007. A team who call themselves the Casebreakers now claim that a man named Gary Francis Post is the notorious killer. Post, an Air Force veteran and house painter from Southern California, died in 2018. Their claim is largely linked to evidence found in Post's darkroom. The team claimed that an image found there showed a scar on Post's forehead that matched scars seen on a sketch of the killer. They also say that one of the letters sent by the Zodiac can be cracked by removing the letters from Post's name, though no evidence of this has been provided. They also allege that a 1966 murder in Riverside, hundreds of miles away from the area where he was known to have killed, was the work of the Zodiac. The Casebreakers website say they are a team of crack investigators from working millennials to retired octogenarians with law enforcement, military, forensic, academic, legal and investigative skill sets. The claim is speculative and should be taken with extreme doubt. One outlandish aspect of the claim is that is that is difficult to verify, involves the casebreaker's source, who was allegedly, quote, an outlaw turned whistleblower, who, quote, tipped these developments to the team led by retired FBI agents. The turncoat claims to have escaped from the Zodiac's criminal posse roaming in the mountains for decades, the casebreaker's website states. So, yeah, I mean, it goes on, and this article basically says what I, like... Can't believe as soon as I saw this headline or what, as soon as I saw yeah. like, who these guys were. Like, this is...
2: There, even just the way the story was presented, I was like, no one seems like this is real. Yeah. Like, no no one was reacting to it like, shit, I never... you know what I mean? Like... I mean, I saw lots of joke tweets about it. Yeah, but it wasn't like... It didn't feel like a news story that was legitimate in any way. But it was everywhere yesterday. It was everywhere and I, I like I've said before, I feel like this happens every few years, where, someone, where there's someone's like, this is who the zodiac is, and it right. just never pans out. Like, how 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 are they? Why are they giving us evidence that they're not going to show us the proof? Right. They're like, here's we we can crack his codes if we take out the letters, but we're not going to show you. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you need to show me, show me. Like also, that seems like a pretty thing to show me. Also, Easy thing to show me.
1: That's a very thin evidence that. Just because this guy, they saw an old ass fucking photo of this guy with a scar on his forehead and because the sketch of the Zodiac Killer also had a scar on his forehead, lots of people have scars on their foreheads.
2: It's a very common place to get a scar. Yeah. Um, I don't believe them at all. I think it's bullshit. I want to see this crack team of octogenarians and millennials. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds bad. Um, yeah, and come up with a more interesting name, The Case Breakers. No, not they, a good name. It
1: sounds like a Nickelodeon show. Yeah. What's that guy's name who believes his dad was the Black Dahlia killer? Oh, yeah, Steve something. We've done an episode talking about him. Before. We've done a few episodes talking about him, I believe. But he... <sighs>
2: I can't... George... George Hodel. Hodel. George Hodel. Steve Hodel. Mm -hmm. Steve Hodel. We should do an episode on him. Didn't he also think his dad might have been the Zodiac killer too? I think he thinks his dad committed every murder in the 20th century. Yeah. (laughs) Like he... he, Didn't he connect him to like every possible sort of mystery or serial killer? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think there was... It's it's crazy how, how many things he's connected to. I also think somewhere in this article...
1: They said they have information about DB Cooper. Might as the, well throw him in yeah. too. <laughs>
2: okay.
1: Look, maybe this is all big promo for a podcast. They're. I was going to say with. they're
2: like that's like that sounds like you said Disney Channel show or whatever, Nickelodeon. But it's also like they're trying to do some low budget court TV show. Yeah, and it's like that's what they came up with. Case I was like that probably already exists. The case to be breakers. Honest. The case breakers. <laughs> like what is that? That group of guys who do the um, test, the scientific stuff.
1: Mythbusters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, they're the case breakers. They're case
2: breakers. We've got an octogenarian, a millennial, fitting all the archetypes, and then the girl who's kind of punk rock but a loser. Right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, so that's the biggest true crime story of the week. Let's talk about a couple listener emails. We got... I want to give a shout out to listener Ron, who sent us a beautiful series of photos of his late cat who passed away recently, and she was 21 years old. She's absolutely gorgeous, little calico girl, and I just want to say thank you for sending us these pictures, Yeah, and she's very- Love her. She was very beautiful. We also got an important email from listener Jacqueline, who is from the Bay Area, and she wanted to alert us that there is an ice cream flavor at this ice cream shop in San Jose that has Mount Tam cherry cheesecake ice cream. I want it. I want this so bad.
2: How do we get this?
1: <laughs> I am when I look, I it's not unusual for me to be In my hometown in the Bay Area, but I am not
2: from the South Bay. No. I never go to San Jose. I might have to make a special trip. You you don't even pass through San Jose when you're going to the Bay Area. Like it would be a side trip, kind of.
1: Well, if you are taking the
2: 101... Yeah, I don't uh, take the 101. Yeah, I mean, look, this might have to be. I'm just saying it's a, it's a little off my route. Right. If we pass through it, that would be another story. Yeah. But I'm wondering if we could order a pint, overnight it.
1: <laughs> and they could pack it in dry ice. I would literally
2: pay $50 for I that. I would too.
1: I want to try it. I want to taste it. I need to taste it.
2: Yeah, that looked good. This place,
1: I mean, this place looks like they probably have some good flavors. I see one of the other flavors listed as cookie dough
2: with pretzels and chocolate chips. Mm. That sounds really good. Didn't we see another Mount Tam sweet something recently? I felt like, or maybe I did. Oh, I like that they're using that more for sweet yeah. sweet for sweets.
1: That's our favorite cheese. Yeah, I
2: haven't had it in Is so long. Cowgirl Creamery
1: Mount Tam. Mm. It's so creamy. It's a triple cream brie. You can get it at a lot of grocery stores in California. Yeah. Should we take a quick break? Of
2: course. Okay.
0: Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort
1: Did you read anything, watch anything, listen to anything great this week?
2: Um, Shit, I I completely, my brain completely went dead. I thought I was going to talk about something. Well, I finished Dexter. I had already finished it, but I re-refinished it. Yeah. (laughs) I had stopped and then I was like, oh, it's coming out in November. I'll finish that off. Um, so I was laughing because we were talking about Harrison, the kid being such a bad actor. You showed me your tweet. I hadn't gotten to that part part yeah. yet. I had seen that tweet before, and I obviously it wasn't like a spoiler. Uh thanks a lot. I didn't know he <laughs> fell off the treadmill. Uh so then when, but after you showed me that when that part aired, I was like, it's the part. And I was like so excited to watch it. Um, so that was good. I've watched a few more horror movies The Conjuring movies I watched those two the past few nights Those movies are weird Yeah It's like they're not bad but they're not great And there's something about the lore Of Ed and Lorraine Warren The way they present it Up top in those movies I don't know if you remember or have seen them uh, Where they have these like words About them It's just kind of like Why are you so up their ass? (laughs) The yeah. <laughs> Show do show us some, like, there's, like, it makes you realize when you're going into it, it's, like, oh, this will have no objectivity. Right. This is their story, and they're going to look great in it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it kind of turns me off. And they're scammers. Yeah, like, I want to, it made me, I was, like, I want to see the movie about the real people. They That's should, a good movie. They should make a horror movie, but... About the like that,
1: they should make a horror movie about Ed and Lorraine Warren. Or I guess I don't know if it it could. Aren't they both dead? One of them might be. Okay, well, maybe you couldn't make this. It would be like I mean, like it isn't slandering to call them scammers, maybe, but like you could make a horror movie that's like inspired by figures like Ed and Lorraine
2: Warren. Ooh, what about this idea? You legitimately have a haunting, and you get Ed and Lorraine. And then you're like, oh shit, they don't know what they're doing.
1: Yeah, they don't know what they're doing. So
2: they come because everyone else just buys into their bullshit because yeah. they don't really have a haunting. But you really are haunted by the devil or a- something. And they make it worse. Yeah, because they don't know what the fuck they're doing. And then right. the devil's pissed. Yeah. And he's like, oh, now I'm really going to fuck with you. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, so I watched those. Shit, I feel like I had watched something. I'm still watching the Dan Brown show. Which uh, new episode dropped today? The Da Vinci Code show. <laughs> well, yeah, it's called The Lost Symbol. Actually, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that um, I feel like I was watching a show, and now it's like completely slipped my mind. But why don't you talk about the show you're watching?
1: Well, I'm watching Nip Talk for the first time, and I Desi. Well, I mean, you didn't. You recommended that I watch it, and I was just waiting for one person that I trust to (laughs) recommend it to me. Because obviously I've known about Nip Tuck since it came out. Right.
2: It's not like I gave you this hidden gem.
1: No. It was a very big show. And I remember vividly seeing the promos for it all the time on TV and being intrigued by it, but also being like, that looks like the biggest piece of fucking trash. (laughs) And not like it's bad, but like... That looks like the trashiest fucking show ever. It,
0: yeah.
2: And you know what? It is. Yeah. And I'm really liking it. It's good. It's good. Like it's bingeable it's, and it's a uh, juicy soap opera-y. It is over the top every fucking episode and it doesn't stop. I mean, like, it's unbelievable. That's what's so funny because it's like it starts off at a 10. So it's yeah. like, where can it go? It just keeps going though. And it's like, how are you even escalating things at this point? Because it's crazy, but they keep doing it. It's unbelievable. I mean, every single character is a piece of shit. Yeah.
1: Like the main characters. Like all the main oh, yeah. characters are damaged, fucked up pieces of shit. It's highly entertaining. It's very early 2000s. Oh, yeah. It's also very Miami. It's very Miami.
2: Because that's where it's initially I, set. Look, I,
1: sorry. I've never been to Miami. This is my only concept of Miami. I know. I like,
2: people from Miami are like, no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's very TV Miami. I'll say that it's TV Miami. It's it's like it feels like the quintessential Miami, like
2: Hollywood's version of Miami. Well, here is the thing. It's funny. It's like Hollywood's version of Miami, and I don't know how accurate it is. It's almost like a rip. It's like a cheap version of LA, right? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Because it's very LA in many ways, but it's like not quite. Yeah. Because uh, then there's obviously a lot of Miami it, stuff. It doesn't have the celebrities. It's like... Yes. It's like... But these guys are like the celebrity... They're celebrity surgeons. Right. And, you know, they also hit up Palm, Palm Beach. They've got that area too covered. Is, uh,
1: is Miami... That's like a popular destination for
2: plastic surgery still, right? I bet it is because I think there's a lot of... Um, Like there's like a huge modeling industry there. Yeah. uh, And they have a lot of fashion. They have a lot of stuff there, like events and stuff. Yeah. So it's also like um, a lot of rich, older people move there. Yeah. uh, And I think they get their plastic surgery. They want to look young still. Right. So yeah, I mean, I can see why it would be a booming industry there. Um, I mean, I want to go. I've never been yeah, I mean, I would go too. It's not like I'm like dying to, but yeah. if someone like was like, here, you want to do a show in Miami? I'd Fuck like, sure. Yeah. yeah, like it's just like not a place I'm like, I want to go to Miami. I've always wanted to go. Really? Yeah. I've I mean, maybe it would be fun. I did remember like going as a child. Like I liked going there because I was really into um, deco uh, as a kid. Wait, you did go there when you of were a course. kid? Of course. Oh, yeah, you were in Jacksonville. Um, I loved deco in like 50s. Kind of stuff, and there's a lot of uh, that style, yeah. even if it's kind of crappy now yeah. or like dated, 80s, 50s, or whatever. Um, so I remember liking that. Like there's pink buildings. Like I like the whole look of it. Yeah. Um, but I'm not like a clubber, and it seems like a lot of party scene that yeah. I probably. So I'm kind of like, what do they have for me? I don't go to the beach, and I don't go clubbing really. Yeah. What's the restaurant scene like? <laughs> like that's what I'm like. What am I gonna do there? Do you know what I mean? They must
1: have good food. My great grandma lived in Miami and my mom would go visit her every single summer and stay with her in the 60s when she lived there. Yeah.
2: I mean, there must be things I just don't know. And the two most famous things I'm not that interested in. I also have always wanted to go to Key West. Oh, yeah. Like that really interests me because I want to go to that cat house. (laughs) I want to see those cats.
1: Wait, let's go to Key West.
2: (laughs) Yeah. See, that's interested me. But you could do both. Let's go to Key West.
1: Let's eat really good seafood. Yeah,
2: the seafood would be good, I'm sure. The Cuban food would be very good. Yeah. Uh, So there's lots of stuff I'd want to do. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I can't think... I I feel like I'm completely blanking on something I was watching, but I can't remember. So... Oh, well. Uh, I'm I'm glad to have...
1: I'm glad to have another show to binge, though, right now. And that there's a lot of episodes of...
2: Oh, yeah. um, What was that, like six seasons? Seven. Oh, shit. So... Yeah, I mean, I'm. It's it's trash, but it's so easy to watch, and it just goes down real smooth, <laughs> right? I, I found it very watchable, very so. watchable for sure. And I'm, I tweeted about it, and a lot of people were like, "Oh my god, finally!" Like you're watching Nip Talk. Oh, really? Yeah, people Dude, were like excited. The, the way it popped in my mind was so bizarre. I I, I don't remember. It wasn't like someone. some I saw something, and it reminded me of Nip Tuck. I think I might have seen someone who looked like Christian, oh. and that's what reminded me of him. Because I was like, he oh yeah, is so what? sleazy. Damn, he's good. He's
1: he's like hot, but he's so fucking sleazy.
2: He's Australian. I, I knew think, it. Right. I knew
1: it because he pronounced the way he pronounced someone's name. I was like, oh, he has to be Australian.
2: What's his? What's the actor's name? Do you remember? God, I don't even remember. Is it Julian? No, I can't remember. He's a yeah. He's very sleazy, but he's very good in the role. He's very good. He's perfectly cast. And then the other guy's kind of a dope. Yes. He's such a dope, right? <laughs> he's a dope. Jesus Christ. Whoa. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's like tries to be moralizing, but he's equally a piece of shit. Well, the whole time you're way. watching it,
2: it's like, why would she be with him instead of Joel <laughs> Christian? Like, right. There's just no way you would make that choice unless you regret it your whole life. Like, and I think she does. Oh, yeah. I mean, totally. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I'm, now I'm like, should I watch it again? You watch it's like, it again with me, because <laughs> I've like com- I've completely forgotten everything about yeah. that show. But yeah, that's that's that. I don't have anything else. I guess baseball was my biggest watch viewing exercise this week.
1: <sighs> yeah, I mean that's we talked about that somewhere else maybe last week. That's where my brain is right now. I'm full on baseball brain. Right. It's postseason time. Dodgers are playing the Giants. This week, tomorrow's the game one of yeah. the NLDS. I've been like feeling like I want to vomit all day today. Like I'm very ill over this.
2: Yeah, I'm glad it didn't start today. No, I was too busy today. But <laughs> that's too why busy. Was, that's why I was like,
1: we have to record tonight because if I, tomorrow you're going to be too. i I'm, I'm going to be a disaster tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to be a disaster. I might go to the game on Monday because the Giants are coming
2: down. They're playing two up there and then coming down for two. I,
1: I'm like losing it, does
2: he? Yeah. So uh, that's what I'm gonna be doing this weekend.
1: Not much of anything else. Well work. Well yeah, I will work <laughs> I will work on part two of movie versus reality the yeah. dentist. That will get done, and boy, do I have a lot of work to do <laughs> this weekend. Well, you know what? It's a good to get your mind off of it. That's the one thing I'm going to be doing besides baseball is working on I'm kind of busy
2: tomorrow. I have a few appointments, uh, so I'm hoping that takes my mind so I'm not just stressing, because I don't like when I stress and nothing gets accomplished. Yeah. Um, so that'll be good, I think, to take my mind off of it. But yeah, yeah it's hard. Did you eat anything this week that was good? That was good? <laughs> no.
1: We didn't have a cheat day this week.
2: I mean, <laughs> I I had a few mini cheats, I guess, Ooh. but it was nothing major, just like a few chips here and there just because they were around and I was like starving, but it wasn't anything worth writing home about. Yeah. And I like savored them. It was like sad cuz I was like oh, I'm going to just suck it till it dissolves. <laughs> Like that kind of stuff. That's pathetic. Very pathetic.
1: I told Desi last week when it was, or a couple days ago when it was raining, we got rain and lightning and thunder.
2: Yeah. In Los Angeles. It's supposed to rain tomorrow. I'm very
1: excited. I hope it does. It's supposed to rain. It looked like it was going to rain today. This is very exciting for us here in Southern California. Mm -hmm. As you know from the song, it never rains in Southern California. No. It doesn't.
2: And And especially the past two years.
1: And growing up in the Bay Area, we don't get like thunder and lightning storms. It rains a little more
2: in the Bay Area. Well it's also foggier and colder. So that kinda helps.
1: Yeah. It just but it's not It's not rain. It's California. We've been in a drought since I before I was born. Like But it's been really bad. It's been very we, it, bad because
2: usually, like, there's a few weeks per year where it rains for a week straight, and yeah. those are always really nice. And I'm like, "Do we even have one of those?" Last no. year, I don't think so. No, we did. Oh, We did. We, well, a
1: year and a half ago,
2: I'll never forget it. It
1: was the week before everything went into lockdown in Los Angeles, and it was a week of torrential rain. Oh, okay, and it was very eerie, oh. and it was right when the country was um, sort of like was sort of like. Are we going to go on a shutdown? Are we right. going to have to... Go, is coronavirus bad enough in the U.S. that we're going to have to do Something. quarantine? Yeah. And it was this very... And then the, we got the notice about the NBA shutting down.
2: Oh, right. Remember? And yeah. that was
1: sort of like... It felt like the, that was the final nail in the coffin. And remember,
2: we were going to go to the opening day. We had tickets. <laughs> we will never recover. We
1: had tickets to... Opening day to see Giants at Dodger Stadium, and that never happened. Seriously. Because it was for March 2020, or the end of March, yeah. maybe beginning of April. I don't remember what day it was. But, so... Dude, put your big
2: jug down. <laughs> what are you going to do? Take a gulp?
1: Yeah, just tell the listeners what I'm doing right
2: now. She has her massive gallon of water, like a bodybuilder. <laughs> she keeps lifting it. Like, she's going to quickly take a sip, but, I have but in thought. the middle of her speech... <laughs> <laughs> she keeps lifting it. I like the idea that you're going to like, go. Gulp, gulp, gulp. <laughs> I'm thirsty. <laughs> it's just funny to drink out of the gallon for some reason. <laughs> Not that you're going to pour into a smaller glass. Um, okay. We do have a shout out. Another shout out. Yes. So let's do that. We got an email today from Audrey. She said, hi there. Me and my big sister, Hannah, are big fans of the show and have listened to every episode. She got me into it a few years ago and I've been hooked ever since. I know you guys give birthday shout outs, but I was wondering if you could give her an engagement shout out. She just got engaged to her fiance, Jackson, and they live with their two cats, Brigitte, a gray puffy cat, and Sylvie, a white baby cat who she's fostering. I thought you guys would appreciate because they are the cutest cats ever. And it's because of you guys that she started fostering. Oh, I also sent a pic of me and Hannah at the Wendy Williams show. I'm on the left and Hannah is on the right. Cute sisters. Look Let at, me see. Look at Hannah. She's got a real cute blonde um, haircut and some cute red earrings on. You guys are cutie patooties. And I love the cats. The cats are like the Wilfred Brimley cats. Oh my God. These <laughs> cats. <laughs> Look at that face! Look What at is these that face? What is that? Is that
1: Persian? The one on the bottom looks like a Persian cat, and the one on the top looks like a Persian too. Maybe they're very fluffy.
2: These are they're floofy very fluffy. They have the Wilfred Brimley like um mustache looking thing yeah because it's like a very segmented upper lip thing I don't remember what those things are called where the whiskers are in. Yeah the cute little chubby cheeks. Oh my They're so cute. I wanna pet these fuckers. I- <laughs> look at Brigitte. Look at her. I love her. I wanna hug her. She's a, a supermodel look at the Sylvie. That's a cute foster. I think you should uh Keep I think that. you should keep her. Keep Sylvie. Anna, I'm sorry. Do, but these do, cats are made to be
1: together. Do, do what I did. And that is what I did was a foster fail where the first
2: time I ever fostered kittens, <laughs> I kept two of them. Um, the, so yeah, congratulations on your engagement. Congratulations. I'm glad you found a, a hot cat daddy. Oh yeah. That's, <laughs> we love it. That's the best. And, um, and that's
1: I want to hear about the Wendy Williams show.
2: Seriously. How was that? That seems fun. Uh, cool. That's sweet. Yeah, nice little sisters, and I love the cats. I do too. Um, did we have any other? I think that's all our emails. We got a lot of cat picture emails. Yeah, and we love those. They're so sweet. I we'll love. Try seeing... to, I'm going to try to answer them all. Um, because uh, we did ask for people to send us their cat pics, right? I think we always do. We should do like um a Hollywood crime scene cat page. <laughs> I want to see everyone's cats all together. We should do,
1: that's a really good idea. We should do cat of the month (laughs) where it's like featuring like this month's cat. Like the cat of the month. Yeah. That would be fun to have an Instagram page that like you can submit a picture of your cat. But I'd
2: want to have them all win.
1: Well, no, that doesn't have, it could be like, you know, everyone gets a chance to be cat of the month. I see. Well, I, Or we could just do an Instagram page where everyone emails us pictures of their cats and then we have a page that's dedicated to it. We post a new cat like every day or whatever. And it's like, this is,
2: you know. Or we could do a story feature. You get to have a story. Yeah. Like you send her, and we'll do it on the official page. We should get like, you have the um, naked lady cards, but it will be all Hollywood's crime scene. That would be fun to have like a, Bulletin board <laughs> with all the cat pictures. I would
1: love that. It's so cute. I love seeing other people's cats.
2: Yes. So, here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.
1: Yeah, I think that's all we got. That's all we got. We will see you all next week for the conclusion of The Dentist. Yeah. All right. Bye. bye.